Welcome to the Mile High Podcast. We're your guides through sordid tales of movies, music, and pop culture. Our show is best experienced under the influence of cannabis, so now's your cue to light up. Now remember, drugs are dangerous. Please use responsibly, but do subscribe. And now your hosts, James Thomas and David Hawk. What's up, everybody? It is Monday night. It is the second night of spring. Uh, we are the Mahai Podcast. We want to thank everybody for joining us tonight. Uh, we have uh, a really fun show ahead of you. We're talking comic book movies and how uh, comic book movies have impacted pop culture. And uh, with me tonight, I have a couple of wonderful guests. Um, Kim, uh, I can't say thank you enough for coming on. Kim Newbauer, who is uh, one of our favorite nerdy friends here on my High Podcast. And she's been an amazing co-host since James has been out. So how the hell are you, Kim? Thank you. I'm great. Doing awesome. Good. And, and with me tonight also is Christy from the Potter Girls Podcast. How are you? Good, Dave. How are you? Hey. Good. That's a dope hat. I like your hat. I also Jason Mraz. Like <laughs> <laughs> Jason Mraz. I should have known. I should have known. <laughs> well, it's pretty indescript. It's kind of hard to tell. You'd have to really know. That's fair. But thank you. <laughs> uh, I don't know anything Jason Mraz. But uh, so the, the interesting dichotomy, you are a huge Jason Mraz fan. And your husband, who's my good buddy, Mike, uh, he is a huge Dave Matthews Band fan. But you guys aren't necessarily... He's not necessarily a, uh, uh, what do you call it? A, he, you're not a Dave Matthews Band fan. You know, he's not into Jason Mraz. Like, you know, how do you guys, uh, how do you guys do that in your house? Like, well, usually when, you know, you like something, like, you guys kind of like each other. Like, you go to the concerts, but you guys are like, fuck, I'm going to go to Dave Matthews by myself. Or I'm going to go to Jason Mraz <laughs> by myself. Well, I like to remind him that Jason Mraz is actually a big fan of Dave Matthews and used to go to all his live shows. So we've learned to accept, like, I like Dave Matthews. I just don't love it. And he's, he'll acknowledge that he likes some Jason Mraz. He just doesn't love it. But you know who we do both love is Jack Johnson, which is like the happy median between the two. So uh, that's, I think, how we've resolved our differences. Yeah. So if Dave Matthews and Jason Mraz had a baby, it would be Jack Johnson. Jack Johnson. <laughs> Is that the? Do you listen to either of those bands, Kim? Either Dave Matthews or Jason Mraz? No, but I listen to bands that are in like that genre of like kind of jam bandy ish type music. So, um, like Umphreys McGee and Widespread Panic. Yeah, you've gone to. I think you've gone to more Umphreys McGee shows than Christie's husband Mike has gone to Dave. Matthews band shows. How many times have you seen them since at this point? Like 110. Holy <laughs> I don't know. I see I I love nine inch nails. All right. I go to a lot of I I went to as many nine inch nails concerts as I could possibly go, but I don't know if I could go to 110 nine inch nail shows. Because that's a lot. It's the same songs pretty much over and over again. Like what do they do to keep it fresh? So Umphreys has a very diverse catalog and they throw in covers and stuff. And a lot of their jams are like, you know, 20 minute songs, 14 minute songs. And so no two Umphreys shows are the same. So you can see, you know, three nights in a row and they're all wildly different shows. You know, you go one and it's like very jammy. 
some shows are a little more rocking and then you go to other shows and it's like a super dance party. And it kind of just depends on the event, uh, the location and like, you know, whether it's a holiday or not. Fair enough. Uh, we already have one irate listener. Uh, Mr. Mike Potter says that Dave Matthews band is not a jam band with an exclamation point, might I add. I mean, Alfreys and Dave band. Matthews play together. So like in like uh, 2000 and I want to say eight, there was a tour and like Humphreys opened for Dave Matthews. So I would beg to differ. Fair enough. I'll let you guys argue off. Uh, Dave Matthews off is here. a jam uh, band. Mike is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you guys. So Mike took me to like my first Dave Matthews band show was Snoop Dogg and Dave Matthews band. Like everybody was there to see Dave Matthews band and like, you know, Mike has seen him, you know, like a dozen times up to that point. I had never seen him once, but I had seen Snoop Dogg on the very first Lollapalooza tour. So I guarantee I was the only person in Dick's Sporting Good that had seen Snoop Dogg more than anybody else in that entire, uh, the entire stadium. I'd seen Snoop Dogg more than Dave Matthews band, which is probably not something that was uh, too uh, prominent there. So we're way off topic. I mean, we just started the show just completely off topic. <laughs> That's kind of how we roll. All right, so, you know, as is custom here on my high podcast, we always got to talk about the shit that we're watching. Um, Chrissy, I know you don't watch a whole lot of stuff, so I'm going to have you go first and just tell us if you're watching, actually watching. But you're re- you read stuff, so if you're not watching stuff, I know you're actively reading shit, so talk about what you're reading. Yeah, no, I'm not watching anything. I'm actively involved in a new cult called uh, Smut Talk. <laughs> so... <laughs> Saucy. romance books that i get recommended on on tiktok um and they're not like your mama's bodice rippers like they're actually really entertaining books uh, a little bit of fantasy sometimes sometimes it's mafia whatever but yeah so far in 2022 i looked just today i've read 43 books what the- <laughs> wow so, <laughs> so yeah it's my hyper focus for the moment um there's actually a lot of shows i've been putting off lot of movies there's i told bobby the other day there's three sebastian stan um projects that i haven't watched that are all out um but i just can't bring myself to turn on the tv and i don't know if it's because i'm afraid once they start it won't stop because of my obsessive compulsive personality or just i finished one book and just immediately started another one it's just it's where i'm at uh so yeah if anybody needs some good romance wrecks i'm your girl I just need to get the confidence to start my own um, book recommendations on TikTok and maybe I'm enjoying it. And I guess that's my escapism um, from the world. <laughs> Thanks. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, pop culture is books. It's comic books. It's uh, novel. It, it's movies, TV. It doesn't matter. So if you're not watching shit, and you're, but you're reading something like be loud and proud about it. That's cool. I like that. Uh, how about you, Kim? What are you doing? What are you up to? What are you watching? Um. So the other day, there's a show that's related. It's like a spinoff of Big Mouth on Netflix. It's called Human Resources. And I watched the entire season in one night. So that happened. It's like five hours. Netflix is like, hello, are you alive? Do we need to send <laughs> an okay? ambulance? And I'm like, no, no, it's cool. It's cool. Don't worry. I just I don't have a life. Um, <laughs> um, I finished The Good Place and I'm still trucking through the reboot of Doctor Who. So I'm on season three now again. Who's the doctor in season three? Because I don't know anything about fucking Doctor Who. Oh, so no, there's like 
I don't know. There's like 13 seasons now of the reboot and maybe not that many. I don't know. There's a lot. And I'm on season three from like 2008, nine, something around there-ish. And uh, I've seen it a bunch, but trucking right through the whole reboot. I'm sorry. Did I, I miss it. Did who's oh, the I doctor? said I'm trucking through the whole reboot. No, but who's the doctor? Is it? Oh, uh, oh I'm sorry. David Tennant is the doctor okay. on season three. Fucking sorry, me. I missed what you said. No, you're good. <laughs> uh, it could totally be my computer. My computer is so fucking old. Like we were talking earlier. Like at any moment, I'm expecting my my feed to drop, and then the, the hosting duties will go to UCAM. So I probably it probably just didn't come through. But uh, uh, I love David Tennant. Have you seen Good Omens yet? No, I watched. Oh my it. gosh, he is so good, dude. So good. Uh, and season two is coming out. What I'm very excited about that's coming out very soon is uh, Moon Knight on Disney Plus is coming, and The Sandman's coming very soon. So I'm very excited for those two. Nice. Um, what I've been watching, I haven't been watching a lot of like streaming shows. Uh, I love Top Chef. Uh, I'm very excited that Top Chef um, is back for another season. It's in Houston. Um, my mom is like actually watching it right now, so her and I can chat about it. And Top Chef is the reason why I love to cook to this very day. Um, so that's on. That's you know just a regular TV show. Um, but I did see like an incredible movie uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, it's called Wolfwalkers. It is a uh, if you guys have ever heard of like Song of the Sea. Um, it's by this Irish animation studio. It's like cartoon story something like that. Um, they do this unbelievably beautiful like watercolor type animation and painting, and they made cool. this movie about called Wolfwalkers. But it's a very Irish movie. Um, it's a, a fucking fantastic movie. As much as I love Encanto, as much as I love uh, Turning Red, which we also watched, which was also very good. Um, it was is by far the best animated movie I've seen in a long time. Um, the the animation studio and then Tom Moore who directed it. I mean, they're very brilliant, very beautiful, very very beautiful movies. Um, and they're not like Disney movies where it's just like you know songs and color and like you know dance. It's just like it has this story and it's into the story like right off the bat and like the music is beautiful the accents are awesome if you like irish accents it's a a great movie for you to watch so and there's a a song in there that i've been oddly obsessed with like like you christy like i have this like weird obsessive compulsive thing where like if i hear a song that i like then i will fucking play the shit i will play it over (laughs) and over and over and over and over again and then i have it on my playlist so it's like i always queue it up so i've probably listened to this fucking song like a hundred times over the last like three or four days um and it's by, uh, it's called Running with the Wolves. And it's by this um, singer named Aurora, who sounds very Irish, but it's from like Sweden or Norway or something like that. She's, oh. she's done a bunch of shit. She's very popular um, in like the European circles. But she does this fucking song that like I love so much and I've been playing the shit out of it. So uh, Wolf Walkers, I highly, highly recommend it. Especially if you're taking a little bit of mushrooms like I did when I went and watched it. It went, it went from good nice. to great. Yeah, it was great. Um, so I highly recommend that. Um, but uh, one thing, one movie that I had totally planned to see was The Batman. Um, the Batman with Robert Pattinson, uh, again, pretty decent reviews. It's like a 74 on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, despite its three-hour um, runtime, it already surpassed um, Spider-Man uh, No Way Home, and it's on track to be the number one post-COVID open um so the batman is on pace to make almost a billion dollars worldwide which would be one of the, the only like them and spider-man would probably be the only two um movies to surpass a billion dollars since covid 
And that's what we're talking about tonight. We're talking about comic book movies. Comic book movies are fucking, they are ingrained. They are pop culture. They are ingrained in everything that we do in pop culture, whether it's um, comic book shows, comic book movies, you know, people wearing comic book t-shirts. I mean, everywhere. Comic books are everywhere. And it's really, it's not something that has always been like that. Like we've had decades where, like we had the Christopher Reeve Superman and you know comic books got kind of popular and then they had kind of popular uh, X-Men movies, which I didn't really care for. But, you know, look at today. I mean, like you have Batman, you have the whole MCU, you have Disney Plus, this releasing show after show that are just based off of Marvel Comics. Um, the Walking Dead, one of the biggest TV shows of all time based off of comic books, Scott Pilgrim. I mean, there's like comic book movies are everywhere. And so what we want to talk about is why did why did this proliferation happen all of a sudden? But only that, Kim doesn't really watch comic book shows or movies. And so we want to kind of pick her brain and see like, because that's an act of choice. Like we have to figure out why exactly, you know, why aren't you watching it while everybody else in the world is fucking watching these? So um, I want to start off with you, Christy, because you're very similar to me in the fact that we love comic book movies. And you know, we love everything about them. So, you know, what is it about comic book movies that you love so much? And like, you know, what is your kind of history with them? Um, well, I think I'll put on my English major hat here for a second. And stylistically, comic books are just really great transcribed onto the screen. Um, whereas a book, there's a lot more interpretation where comic books kind of guide you in the stylistic um what the the author intends one of my favorite you know i was not going to talk about marvel tonight because we've i feel like we've talked about marvel to death so i actually found some of my other favorite comic book movies one of which i didn't even know was a comic book movie but a perfect example of this is 300 mm. that comic book was visually interesting and the movie was a perfect adaptation of the comic book and was also epically visually entertaining um, and I think that's why comic books are so alluring to turn into movies. It's just such a hop, skip, and a jump from a comic book to a movie. And I think there's great stories, there's interesting characters, and without all the tangled confusion of getting stuck in language and literature. Does that make sense? Amazing, oh, yeah. too many words. <laughs> no, I, no I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, do you think the rise of technology has kind of coincided with the rise of comic book movies? Absolutely. I mean, you look at the original Superman movies from way back in the day compared to uh, the newer stuff now, they can do a lot more. Um, Venom never could have been done um, without the newer technology or it wouldn't have been nearly as interesting anyway. You look at the original Hulk TV show versus Hulk in the new movies, it is so much more captivating to see the real character up on the screen and not some kind of cheesy hokum kind of, and that's, I mean, there's been some movies where they purposely are kind of cheesy and it's kind of fun that way. Um, but now I think technology, technology advances have really um, pushed comic book movies out into the forefront. Um, again, part of it is because Hollywood's run out of ideas. Bobby and I've had that conversation, I think even on the Potter Girls podcast before. Um, and there's so many comic book movies, or sorry, so many comic books out there that people don't even know about that mm -hmm. are going to one day be an amazing movie. And part of that is technology um, being accessible for that. I, I completely agree. And that was a really good plug that you threw in there. Excellent job. 
what what do you have to add there, Kim? Like, what do you think comic book movies are so popular? I think they're really popular because they provide like an interesting mashup of of like reality and fantasy. Um, and a lot of us grew up like I grew up reading comic books, and uh, you know. Hmm technology wasn't as cool it was the old super movie superman movies when i was a kid and so like to see a lot of that stuff come to life i'm sure for a lot of people my age and older like that's super cool um to see that stuff and you know you really relate to it it brings back your childhood feels and nostalgia Mm, nostalgia nostalgia absolutely like i i don't i don't I'm just completely stumbling with my words here. I had because I have so many like you said something. I have like a thousand different comments that I want to say, and they all kind of like, try to come out at once. Um, the first thing I want to ask is, um, do you do you think that people want to see more movies like the Batman, like Batman Begins, where they're like putting these comic book heroes into the real world, so it feels real to you, or would you rather it be more fantastical? there's a different time and place for either of those things i think it kind of depends on what story you're kind of going for i think batman falls into more of like a real life scenario where some of the other comic book heroes like are are more fantastic but then you look at so you mentioned scott pilgrim before we started the show and i guess i just didn't realize that was a comic book movie even though it clearly obviously is a comic book movie (laughs) and so something like that you know, brings kind of like a, like a cartoony type atmosphere to like a very real life yeah. situ- sort of real life situation, obviously very exaggerated, but, but yeah. I think they're going to continue to kind of ebb and flow right now. We're kind of at the height of the comic book movie superhero movement. It's going to, it's mm-hmm. still fun and exciting, but I think it's going to start tapering off and we're going to get back to more of those underground dark um v for vendetta 300 type comics um constantine one of my favorite movies i did not realize was a comic book really? from That's dc awesome. no less and i'm always talking shit about dc and <laughs> i find out today that constantine is a dc comic book called hellblazer so i oh. think we're kind of in a phase right now this happens in hollywood this happens in pop culture um and we're gonna we're gonna I think we're going to start kind of ebbing away from that. Even Marvel's kind of doing it. We're bringing in some, you know, lesser known characters into the fray. Um, And I just think it's going to bring about a movement where we kind of get more of the underground comic books that all end up being one, you know, standalone movies as opposed to these big series. Uh, uh, Totally fair statement there. Um, I want to add, I don't know if you guys, you, uh, you guys are kind of pop culture and kind of nerds. Have you guys read The Sandman yet? Mm-mm. all right no. if you haven't read the sandman first of all constantine is in the sandman he put him and his like great grandma or something like that play pretty big roles in the whole sandman lore um so i definitely recommend that um but the i've read the books um they have a, an awesome looking tv show coming out on netflix um but the, if you get the audible version of the sandman they're super easy to digest and it, they're fucking oh. brilliant i mean they have all sorts of great voices doing all the characters and shit and James McAvoy is um, uh, Morbius or Morpheus, the Dream King. So uh, oh, I really cool. recommend that. But it's based off a of Neil Gaiman comic book, once again, for DC. So uh, a question I have, and I'm actually going to go kind of wrap around the other way, Kim, is 
do we have more comic book stuff coming out now because there was such a proliferation of like comic book ideas like you know 20 years ago or so or is it people taking these comic book ideas just because comic books are super popular right now uh you know i i think a lot of people in our generation like our age group the three of us you know are coming into being writers and actors and we're really putting our interests into uh you know pop culture and so i think that that has a lot to do with it um but also you know cgi and the technology makes it possible to really explore these fantastical worlds so i think it's a little bit a little bit of that too yeah what do you think christy do you think um there you know, when um, Neil Gaiman came out with like the Sandman and then there was all of a sudden um, the Spawn came out and comic books just kind of like comic books themselves started to grow. Do you think that, you know, all these producers are making these shows just because there's so much comic book content out there or is it just because like comic books are the, the huge thing? So now they're they're looking for these different properties. So is it the chicken or the egg come first? And there you go. I like that. Oh, yeah, um, totally. I mean, it can, it's come and gone, though. I mean, you had the, the resurgence of comic book movies in the 90s, too, with the early Batman movies, Dick Tracy, The Mask. So it's not the first time we've had this big rush of comic book movies, right? Um, but, but is it as yeah, big no, as there's it definitely, is? There's definitely some that are... <laughs> there's definitely some that are jumping on the bandwagon because they are popular but there are also some putting out some amazing work using the resources they have so it's I mean I'm gonna go halfway and say it's a little bit of both that some are doing it just yeah. because it's popular and some are doing it the respect it deserves and it's an art one thing that you you said that I thought was great was that you know we had resurgences before of uh comic book movies you know back to my mom's favorite comic book movie, um, Superman with Christopher Reeves. There was like you know, a whole bunch of comic book movies back then. And that's also around the same time as the Lou Ferrigno, Incredible Hulk. And then the you know, comic books died away. And then, like you said, there's Batman kind of started it in 89. But then you also had like the, um, like Howard the Duck and shit was all kind of around that same time. And then that kind of went away. And then you had the early 2000s when you had X-Men and the original Spider-Man, mm. but that kind of went away. Christy, do you think that, you know, this is just a phase that we're in? Because, like, to me, it feels like pop, like comic books are ingrained in pop culture. Because back then, it was just like, there's some pretty cool pop, pretty cool comic book movies, and then it kind of died away. This just seems like it's not going away. It's been implanted with Iron Man, and then it hasn't relented. So what do you think? Is it just a phase? It is a phase, but it's definitely a phase we haven't seen the likes of before. Um, I don't know if there's just, it could be technology making it easier, more accessible, they can do more amazing things, or these studios are getting a certain amount of money on the return. If they would just keep coming hit after hit. Um, and then we also have to acknowledge the fact that not all of these are movies anymore. We're talking about series direct to people's homes that have been really popular. Um, that's a whole new take on it. It's more accessible for people. It's not costing as much for these companies to produce some of these comic book series. Um, so it is a phase. I still see it going out. It doesn't mean it'll go away forever. We'll hit a little lull and then it'll come back strong. Um, nostalgia is a big thing. I mean, aren't they remaking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles again? 
<laughs> who's to say in 20 years there's not going to be a new Iron Man because people want to see it again? I don't know. It's a well, thing. they already are. It'll they already are making a new Iron Man. They have a, a lady named uh, Iron Man who's taking over. Well, okay. Yeah, but remaking Iron Man the same way they've made Batman, like over and over and over. Yeah. Do you think that, like, do you think there will be another Iron Man, or do you think, like, Robert Downey Jr. was the, the epitome of Iron Man? Well, but then you have generations saying that Christopher Reeves was the epitome of Superman, and I would argue that that's not true. It's going to be a generational thing. Our generation is very happy with Robert Downey Jr. I could never picture anybody else being Iron Man. Who's to say my kid's generation decides uh, that that old guy playing Iron Man back in the 2000s is kind of lame, and they're going to redo it? Maybe with an actual robot. We have no idea what's going to happen in the future. There are rumors that uh, in the new Doctor Strange movie that Tom Cruise is going to make a, a cameo as uh, Iron Man. I think that'd be pretty interesting. Yeah. And it's but it's not and it wasn't from like, you know, like some substandard like gossip site. It was like, you know, comicbook.com or something like that. You know, some pretty decent site has a little bit of a reputation. So I think that'd be pretty cool. It'd just be interesting to see anybody other than Robert Downey Jr. try to pull it off. Um, I didn't think anybody could do a better Batman than um, Michael Keaton, but you know, for all its, the movie's flaws, like I liked Ben Affleck more than Michael Keaton. I like Christian Bale better than Michael Keaton. Like Michael Keaton's kind of like, uh, if I took nostalgia out of it as bat pure Batman performers, I would say he's probably the third. And I think we lost Christian. Um, so Kim, the reason why I love that you're on is because you're kind of like the the person who doesn't really watch a lot of this stuff like i will yeah. inhale every comic book thing that comes out and but you act you you don't really follow that trend so what is it because that's an act of thought like why is it that you don't really follow these uh trends and watching these movies and shows and shit yeah so uh i spend a lot of my time watching like educational stuff like documentaries and things like that and so I only have like so much time to consume media so I don't watch uh, like a lot of that stuff or if I'm watching it I'm watching it like in passing um it's not that I don't enjoy it I enjoy a lot of it uh just I don't know somehow I just never got that bug to like consume consume all I have I have my own things of which I consume all um but it wasn't comic book movies totally fair that's yeah. totally fair what kind of sidetrack what are some of the documentaries that you highly recommend because i love documentaries too um so, um, so i've been watching stuff about like black holes and so like which is right up your alley with yeah, your, right your stuff yeah. um and what else have i been watching like a couple like true crime documentaries i've been watching like you know serial killer stuff super into that i don't know why it's so interesting why are there minds like that i don't know but we we had a serial killer um show like in the very first season um but james and and mel don't really follow serial killers and so it's like me talking about serial killers and them just kind of like nodding their heads for an hour so you know you needed you me, guys for that both, me and christy went to go see the last podcast and left so like we love fucking serial killer and true crime podcast. So in the next couple of weeks, we need to do another serial killer podcast, but with that, some actual true crime 
fans on here because uh yeah for sure and then i also watch like a lot of national geographic stuff like i can listen to oh what is who's the narrator for most of those nat geo shows david Edinburgh. yes i can listen to him talk for like just forever just soothe me into just another dimension david Edinburgh. come (laughs) and talk to me Oh, I would love to be able to just hire him to be like, narrate my life to me <laughs> in real time. My life is not nearly fascinating enough to have a narrator talk about it. And she oh, smoked Mr. the Hawkins weed. scratching his balls again for the 10th <laughs> time today. another book. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. All right, so let's, uh, let's run around the horn real quick and let's talk about, you know, obviously... You know, even though Kim, you don't watch a whole lot of comic book stuff. Like you said, you did some research. You're like, oh my god, that's a comic book movie. Um, I didn't Tony, know Walking uh, Dead was a comic book show. Yeah, so I watched you know, all talk- of that. <laughs> that's funny. Um, I stopped watching that like a couple years ago. Once Negan started beating people's heads, and like, I, I didn't care for it. Oh, maybe I didn't anymore. watch all of it. You didn't see Negan <laughs> beating people's heads with baseball bats and shit. Oh no! So spoilers. <laughs> Spoiler uh, alert. I- Spoiler, it's only like five years old that that happened. But Oh, man, um, I thought it ended like five years ago. So No, it should have <laughs> ended five years ago, but it keeps going for some reason. I think this is the last season of the original series, but then they have like two or three other like spinoff series. I'm like, it's still going? Yeah, dude. I, yeah. This is, a, this is uh, man, what a, thank you so much. This is why you're such a great co- co-host, Kim. Where do we see the, the end of, comic book movies in pop culture like what is going to stop this trend from going is it going to be because it's a lack of comic book ideas is it going to be because there's some great original ideas um and how much longer do you think this trend is going to go uh kim because it was a brilliant idea from you uh why don't you go first um so i think that it'll to some degree it'll never end because we're still creating comic books comic books are still a huge niche thing where there's releases you can go to comic book stores still and they're brand new like new stories coming out so as long as there's new stories being written there's going to be new movies being made because a lot of it's based on the stories or filling in like gaps between the stories right that yeah absolutely that's a great answer. What do you think, Christy? Yeah, I think the super, the like the big superhero ones might die out sooner than other stuff. And we'll just get more of those cool niche group kind of uh, comic book stuff that I'm actually really looking forward to seeing that kind of stuff. Once I realized how much the stuff I already like was a comic book, I want to see more of that. I want to see more. Well, I knew 300 was a comic book, but I want to see Constantine kind of stuff again. I love Constantine. Did I ever tell you how much I love that movie? No. This is all <laughs> new to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, thought it was a, I thought it was a cool movie. Yeah, Keanu Reeves is cool. Um, what do you think is going to be the, the comic book killer? Is there going to be like one movie that just like is so bad that it just like kills comic book movies? Or is it going to be like a series of comic book movies, like big flops, like MCU puts out a couple of flops in a row and people stop going what is it going to be a pand- uh, pandemic where people get sick and can't go to the movies again for a while is it gonna be some of that i mean i hate to say we might even already be seeing it i don't know how well the last few marvel projects have done um from like a box office kind of standpoint i know i did go see the new spider-man but i saw shang chi streaming and i haven't even seen eternals yet 
It was good. Oh. It was a, it was better than Thor: Dark World, but barely. So. <laughs> barely. Um, so I. They may have already done too much, and it may be oversaturated. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I think that's what it's going to be is that one of these big ones is going to flop and then they're going to um, start looking to different waters. Yeah. Um, there's some big titles coming out. We got, uh, I think the next movie is Doctor Strange and then there's Thor Love and Thunder with Natalie Portman as Lady Thunder or Lady Thor. Uh, then you have the new Guardians of the Galaxy with actual Thor Thor in it. So there's they have some pretty big titles. I mean, like after that is Wakanda Forever with a new black panther that that's where i think that um the mcu is going to come to a screeching halt is when they come up to black panther because there's going to be so much expectations and with chad mcboseman dying i mean like how can you replace uh, he was the black panther i mean like and they already said they're not going to recast them so like that's those are some huge fucking shoes to fill um and i think that's going to be like you have so much expectation going to that movie and if it doesn't live up to it and it doesn't live up to the original, I mean, like that could very well be the the Marvel killer right there, but they have uh, some really cool original ideas coming out. Whoa, what's going on in your house? Ken? It looks like there's a bunch of sirens. I, don't know, no, no. I live on a um, busy street. Uh-oh. It's a rave oh, think, outside. <laughs> it's a rave. It's not cop cars, hopefully, coming to storm your house with all the <laughs> illicit drugs that you grow in your backyard. Totally. <laughs> um, so let's talk about some of our favorites here. Um, you know, Chrissy, why don't you talk about like a couple of your favorite movies and maybe a couple of your favorite shows? Um, you know, are there any movies that you saw that you really loved? Like, I didn't know that was a comic book movie. Um, other than Constantine, um, other it's than actually Constantine. funny. <laughs> Bobby and I have what we call the 300 effect. We went and saw 300 in theater and an IMAX theater, and it freaking blew our minds, and we would not shut up about it. So we made Mike go. And we had talked it up so much that Mike was like, meh, it was okay. So we literally now call that the 300 effect. We're like, either he didn't like it because he didn't like it, or we talked it up so much that we ruined it for him. Mm -hmm. Um, So (laughs) barring all of the Marvel movies that I love so much, Winter Soldier still being my favorite, um, I do appreciate like the Dark Knight um, going old school. The Mask was one of those movies that was on repeat, Jim Carrey. Um, over and over at my house men in black i didn't realize that was a comic book movie series um the first one's the only good one but mm, <laughs> the second one's not bad <laughs> um yeah um I, I i did i i took notes to make sure i didn't forget anything because i have terrible recall but yeah um all the marvel movies 300 constantine Ooh, 30 days of night that was a comic yeah, book movie did you know that that yeah, was dark it was good. Yeah, it was because there was no sun <laughs> for literally 30 days. Hence the um, is there a, one, a comic book movie that you were like super disappointed in? You know, we talked about you talked about some of the things you like, but what was there one that you had like high expectations and then you're like, that fucking sucks? Not yet. No. <laughs> <takes> the turtles. <laughs> well, hey, but why didn't you like it though? Okay, we could talk about that later. I don't know. Well, I haven't watched it so maybe just the fact i'm not watching it says something i don't know no i haven't been disappointed in anything i look forward to no all right all right all right um eternal's perfectly fine movie um very different movie i love chloe zhao who did uh 
she won an Oscar. I can't remember what the fucking name of the movie is. I'm too high. But um, she's a she's a great director. Um, I think Eternals two will be much better than Eternals one. Um, it's worth checking out. Plus, they set up so much shit in Eternals. They're like, I'm sure what happened was like, hey, this movie's not great. So how can we get people to watch it? Oh, let's make it one of the most important movies to the upcoming phases of Marvel. So it's a very important movie. So you kind of have to watch it. Um, plus, you get to meet Thor's brother, or not Thor, uh, Thanos's brother, uh, which was kind mm. of interesting there at the end, uh, played by the beautiful Harry Styles. Um, what about you, Kim? Tell me about uh, some of the shows, some of the movies that uh, you liked, and maybe like a surprise in there. Like, oh, I didn't really. That was the besides Walking Dead. Yeah. You already talked. I'm actually like peeping this list of 50 of the best comic book movies. And I'm like, oh, I've pretty much seen none of them. But uh, <laughs> Scott Pilgrim, definitely one of my actual like favorite movies ever. And like, Me like I mentioned earlier, it looks like a comic book, but I guess I just never realized it was a comic book. So that's cool. Uh, I've seen like a lot of the stuff that came out in like 2006, four, you know, like when it was just starting with comic book movies like i saw the original iron man and those like the originals the ogs of these movies were really good um you know like i liked the mm-hmm. dark knight what's up Chris? yes what you I got thought of one i didn't i thought of one i didn't like i did not like logan really wow no and i know i am the minority in that but that was a depressing like for me at that time, comic book movies were an escape and it was fun. Even if it was dark, it was still a fun thing to do. Logan was so depressing. I didn't enjoy a single minute of it. It was, no, no, I did not enjoy Logan. There you go. I thought All it was right. <laughs> that's so funny because that's one of my favorite ones. And so when I, the reason I asked, you know, if, you, if there's a property that you don't like and, you know, my biggest thing is like i never liked hugh jackman as wolverine like i was a huge wolverine and x-men fan and that was like that was my comic book them and spider-man were my comic books and so i loved wolverine and i thought hugh jackman was a horrible wolverine except for logan i was gonna say except for fucking logan i love logan Logan's See, such a good i love i love hugh jackman as wolverine and all the That's other so funny. X-Men movies. <laughs> no i thought i didn't like any of the x movies like um professor x he was great Fucking Patrick Stewart is great in anything, and he was born to be Professor X. Everybody else was terribly miscast and not good. However, I don't know if you guys have watched the Doctor Strange trailer, but um, with Patrick Stewart, his voice is in the trailer. So I think they're bringing him into the MCU, which is That'd fucking exciting. Cool. I would love to see what the MCU does with X Men. Like, I am very excited to see what the MCU can do with the X Men. Like, I did not like what Fox did, it was terrible. Um, some of the movies that I love. But Scott Pilgrim has got to be top two or three of my favorite comic book movies. Uh, I would say my favorite comic movie of all time is um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse with Miles Morales. If you guys haven't seen that fucking movie, it is unbelievable. It's an animated version. I have a five-year-old. But... Oh, I like animated versions. <laughs> oh, dude, it's it is the, it's the best Spider-Man movie. It's one of the best comic book movies of all time. Um, I loved Endgame. I have watched that movie a million times. Um, God. There, I like the the kind of animated ones too. Um, the Incredibles. Um, nobody mentioned the Incredibles. That I, I love the Incredibles. That's, that a, that's a, a superhero book? movie. It's not really a comic book movie. I'll I'll strike that from my list. Um, but I like the animated movies. Like some of the animated movies are some of the best ones. Like Mask of the Phantasm was really good. Killing Joke. 
um, very good for Batman. Like, I like Batman. Um, so I definitely recommend so, Into the Spider-Verse. If you've not seen Into the Spider-Verse, you are doing yourself a huge disservice. Um, and the second one and the third one comes out here pretty soon. So I'm very excited for that. Um, shows, like, well, I thought WandaVision was brilliant. Um, I think if you guys haven't seen WandaVision either, I mean, that was a really great great show um i think it was the well, best you, of the you Disney know i've seen shows. it we talked about it. i know you saw it kim hasn't seen it <laughs> and I of, like our it. three but... or four people who are watching like my parents make up like 50 percent of our audience and i know they haven't watched it batman so... beyond was amazing there that was go. like batman a cartoon was when i was sick. a kid yeah yeah that was good yeah i think that, i think they're eventually moving into a batman beyond and mm. i and what i love that dc's doing so i think dc's definitely playing from behind because they try to be marvel and we've talked about this on the show, and James is very pro-DC, um, and I'm very pro-Marvel. Marvel set the what it is to be with the cinematic universe. And then DC's like, hey, we have a bunch of characters. Let's do that, too. <laughs> and then they tried, and then they failed miserably. Um, so they're like, let's stop being Marvel. Let's just do our own thing. So let's put out Shazam. Let's put out um, the Batman. Like, let's start putting out these fucking things that are have really nothing to do with a, a universe and let's just have great movies i mean like you know when they stop trying to be marvel they have the best movies and uh wonder woman great doesn't have to be part of a uh, universe it can just be a great movie and uh, uh so i think that's what dc needs to concentrate on is stop doing on um, the joker uh, have you guys haven't seen the joker uh with joaquin phoenix Mm-mm. you that's yeah. a comic book movie and it's a fucking brilliant movie it's it's a martin scorsese movie but he just happens to be the joker at the end so it, you know they need to be doing more shit like that and trying less to be like marble so that's my two doom, cents there doom patrol and peacemaker were pretty good i watched yeah, those I heard, i've heard great things about both those i heard great great things about peacemaker um if you guys have not seen the the intro like the opening musical number of the peacemaker just go into youtube and watch it just seeing john cena dance and so it's really funny it's really really funny so i highly recommend going and see that um uh, is there any properties that you're looking forward to coming out, Christy? No. <laughs> There's nothing that you're like really looking forward to? No TV shows, no movies? Um, there's some talk of some of the series of books I've read getting turned into a series, but it's still so far away from actually happening. I'm not going to even start getting my hopes up on that kind of stuff yet. I don't anticipate most of the books I read these days to ever end up being any kind of tv or movie so i'm kind of not in that time frame with anything i'm living now um cam and i read a it's a like a comic book graphic novel bad guys and that's kind of that's going to be an animated one that's coming out he's pretty excited about that the books are phenomenal the movie looks okay so i guess i could say that one that'll be a cam and mommy date sure, sure. that'd be fun oh. um kim is there anything that you've seen coming up there like i should probably go check that out uh so i got like a weird ad on my phone for some weird movie called some horror movie called the x or x and it's like or x yeah 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 and so i don't know for some reason that looks interesting i don't know why even though i don't even like horror films but i want to see it uh there's a movie called i want i called it the dark house last time and it wasn't the dark house i'm like hey everybody should go watch this movie called the dark house um mom I, I told you to see that movie so can you please comment what that movie actually was because it wasn't the dark house but there's this fucking great horror like ghost story on there 
And like I'm like, you guys should go check out this movie. And then like I got the title wrong the whole fucking time. Now I can't get the right title in my head. Um, so mommy, <laughs> I know you're listening. Um, she loves Scott Pilgrim. So um, kick she ass. Says that I am movie. so like Kim. Um, my mom loves all the old originals, just like you, Kim. Uh, my mom just loves Spider Man. So uh, a lot of love for Spider Man. The last Spider Man movie is great. I fucking love that movie with the. No, she alert. says your mom. Your mom says she's too old for any new Spider Man. Is she any new Spider? Oh, it, I didn't read the whole thing. I just saw any new Spider Man. <laughs> LOL. I don't know how you can be too old for Spider Man. That seems ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, so my mom, um, my mom feels your pain that you can't think of the name. I'm sorry, <laughs> and your mom is not responding. So of course, I need you, mom. Come on, <laughs> I need that shit. Um, so that's pretty much all. Um, I have. Um, I'm really looking forward to the Doctor Strange movie it's sam, directed by sam raimi i'm a huge fan of army of darkness nice. so uh, and he did the original spider-man movies so mm-hmm. it, they're gonna it's gonna be good it looks fucking cool they're bringing in the multiverse which i happen to love the multiverse um you know they have like oh come on mom google that shit um <laughs> uh you know i i'm excited for it. it's supposed to be a horror movie it's bringing in patrick stewart you know there's rumors that deadpool is going to be in it there's rumors that they're bringing the um john krasinski as um mr fantastic that tom cruise is going to be iron man so like there's so many rumors going around this movie um i'm i'm really excited to see it that might be the one where it's like i have so much expectation going into it and then it's like oh it fucking sucks i would be so disheartened if that happened so um I'm very much looking forward to that. And that Moon Knight show looks pretty sick on Disney Plus. Like I have watched all the, the Disney Plus shows. WandaVision still being my favorite, but the Moon Knight looks pretty cool with Oscar Isaac. So I'm really looking forward to that. Moon Knight does look very appealing. Yeah, and he's violent as fuck. So um because of that, they <laughs> um Disney Plus just brought in all those Netflix series like Daredevil and Luke Cage, uh uh Jessica Jones. They brought them into like a special like adults only kind of disney part of uh, disney plus um nice. and that's kind of important because moon knight is every bit as violent and bloody as any of like the daredevil who also had a great cameo in spider-man oddly enough um i mean i think and marvel does such a great job of just like weaving this fucking story where people are it's just like a comic book you read a comic book and you have the daredevil coming in and hanging out with peter parker and then he goes and there's fucking luke cage passing by on the street i mean like that's that is comic books and the marvel does a better job than anybody else of bringing that in um and my brain's working a million miles a minute if you have not seen the um i just lost it again um the watchers the watchmen if you have not seen the watchmen show on hbo max um that is by far one of the top five tv shows i've ever seen in my entire life interesting Um, it's fucking brilliant and it has nothing it's not the movie it's not a recreation of the movie or the comic book it's a continuation of the the movie in the comic book so the way they did it was brilliant so there's a lot of great content out there for comic books i don't ever see this phase going away i think we are permanently sealed in comic book territory uh and knuckleheads like me who are trying to put out cool stories into the world um you know, we, it's kind of hard for us to swim upstream when they have so much comic book stuff coming out and remakes and shit, reboots. Um, so like, you know, like I said, people like me who want to, you know, kind of break in, it's hard to get us, get past the noise of all these things, but you know, hopefully, you know, someone like us can. So, um, Chrissy, um, what do you have to plug? 
it's our plug time here. Are there anything else you want to add? Um, I, Bobby and I will have another podcast soon, but I did not set the date yet. I'm sorry. We don't have to set the date yet. Um, but you know, <laughs> plug your old show. You don't have to like say when your new show is out. Just plug your old show. Oh yeah. So the Potter Girls podcast is back with new episodes. Uh, we're so <laughs> undecided if it's going to be bi-weekly or monthly. And again, that's all me. I'm dragging my feet on anything. So I, uh, I'll get back to you on that, but yeah, you can hit up Facebook. Um, you can email us. We're on Spotify too, right Dave? We are on Spotify, Apple podcasts, Stitcher premium. We're on all the things. (laughs) Your mom says I'm sick. Let me be. (laughs) Oh, it's called the night house. So I was, I was pretty close. The night house. Very good horror. Dark house, very, night very house? good horror. That's close. Night house. <laughs> night, it's dark, it's night, and like all the whole movie takes place at night. So, you know, it's dark and it's night. You know. What about the beat? Uh, Kim, what do you have to sell? <laughs> I don't uh, have anything to sell, to, uh, but I mean, we should definitely have mentioned Blunt Man and Chronic. We should. We should. Fuck yeah, dude. We're talking about comic books and we spoke Halloween and Kevin Smith is great and Blunt Man and Chronic. I kind of like just forgot about that. Silly Um, me. (laughs) That's funny. Well, you know, Kevin Smith, his career has really coincided with the rise of comic books. He was champion comic books when it was uncool to do so. He gave Stan Lee his first. a cameo in a movie i mean so much so that stan lee was in a million fucking movies and his last movie was um miss marvel and he was reading a mall rats script where it was his very first cameo so that's so cool. um yeah mm-hmm. so i'm a huge kevin smith fan which kind of leads into what i'm selling so race to uh, race to space event horizon book three uh, i'm very excited to announce that it came out on friday um I've already gotten some awesome reviews for it. Um, I'm waiting on a, a review from a sci-fi magazine who's given me some pretty good love over the last few books. Um, super excited. It's the last book in the series. Nice. Um, I've taken this series from you know, a couple little kids that are trying to um, navigate growing up and trying to find their dad to now they're all grown up and now they're living in a world that they helped create. And um it's a a fantastic story and a lot of it was inspired by uh kevin smith and i've talked about this before and i don't mind telling the story again um you know i was kind of at a crossroads like i i'm sick of the job i'm fucking doing Uh, i'm still in the the mode of i'm doing the same job i was doing when i was 16 years old um uh, the only thing that's changed is i'm making a little bit more money i'm a little bit older but the job is essentially the same and I get no fulfillment out of work. Uh, and I will be very honest about saying that. Uh, what I get fulfillment out of is writing. And um, I'm a huge Kevin Smith fan. I was listening to a lot of Kevin Smith podcasts. And he has a story where he's just like, nobody's going to tell your story except for you. You are the only person that can tell the stories that are in your head. There's nobody else going to tell these stories. And so he really inspired me. Like I had always written, but I've never written stuff of length. It's always been like, you know, stories that are like, five pages long or poems or whatever um but because of him like i started writing like blog posts and that turned into uh scripts and that turned into books i had a script for racing space i took it to california i met kevin smith um he's fucking a really really nice guy 
And he's like, if the script is going nowhere, try writing it as a book or try turning it into a book. And that fucking lit this light bulb above my head. So as soon as I got off the plane, I turned Racist Space into a book. I sent it to a publisher. The first publisher I sent it to bought the book and gave me a three book deal. And I'm on the sixth book of that. Um, so I have to give Kevin Smith like a huge like shout out because he did inspire me. And um, he gave me a, the great idea of like turning these fucking scripts into um, a book and uh, I threw some love for him afterwards I tweeted at him he you know he liked my tweet which is you know for me kind of cool that you know Kevin Smith liked my tweet um, but like every I use this book to give love to so many people because I wouldn't have done it without the support of so many people so Pepper throughout the book um, Christy and Mike you are no exception I gave you guys some love in this book as well um, the book is uh, you know Neil who's the main character is based off of my kid um and, and there's just so much love to all the people who've supported me through the writing of the book so i give you guys a lot of love throughout uh the book and some little shout outs and some easter eggs and stuff so highly recommend uh you can go to my facebook page um either david hawk on facebook or just follow my personal page uh you have all the links there i just if you guys can like and share and review i would love that i'd appreciate it uh the book definitely deserves to see the light of day it's an amazing book um and uh, this season of Mahai Podcast, you know, we're going to see James coming back. He was supposed to be on tonight, but he got called away. He has a new job. Um, so we're excited to see. Yes, there's that's what my book looks like. Also looks like this, too. Um, so it's a great book. <laughs> it's, I love that cover, too. My, my publisher did a great job on that cover. Um, so Mahai Podcast, we have some really good shit coming out. We have some more Ask, Ask the Expert episodes. Um, go back and check the Cooking with Cannabis with Kim and David. That was a fantastic episode. Um, we have awesome. alternative weed episodes. So like we're going to be sampling like Kratom and Kava and that shit to see if it has any kind of uh, effects like weed does. Uh, we're going to be talking, to, uh, we're going to have some more all-female episodes. We're going to be talking women of weed again. I mean, we have a lot of great shit coming out. And with James coming back, uh the we're just gonna get better and we're getting right back into it we're getting right back into the groove so um you know definitely check us out at facebook.com go on twitter um at mile high podcast um you can go on to venmo at high podcast 303 or at trucky pacific 303 um i should probably get that one of all the ones to get right the one where you send us the money that's the one i should probably get right so uh trucky pacific 303 on venmo definitely check us out um thank you guys all so much for commenting and for watching um kim and chrissy thank you guys so much for being on um i hope you have a good night and uh take care all Bye. oh and as mike santori likes to say be good to each other so, be this has been a trucky pacific production for sponsorship inquiries and comments go to the mile high podcast at gmail.com